0: Welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host Darlene Schacht.
1: I'm your co-host Michael Schacht. And I'm Nathaniel Schacht.
0: And this is, what day is it today?
2: It is May 28th.
0: May 20. Oh, two days ago Michael had a birthday. Oh yeah. He officially became a senior. If you can call that a Yeah, I no. think you can call that a senior last year. it
1: depends on where you go.
0: He was 55 plus. Now he's 50. Now he's really plus.
2: Now I'm really 55 plus.
0: You're 56 plus now. I went to
2: Zeller's one time about 10 years ago or more. I th- Maybe I was 40. And the woman took a look at me when we were cashing out. And she says, she looks up at me. She goes, 55 plus. <laughs> and then she gave me the discount. And my daughter was laughing so hard. Um, and I took the discount. I was so offended. but um, I think though, yeah.
0: when, even when we were first dating. So we were like in our early 20s. And I remember someone said to you, oh, yeah, you remember Frankie and uh, Frankie Avalon and Annette, that's from our generation. That's from our
2: generation. And yeah. I thought,
0: how old do they think you are? You looked old, right, like way back already. Is that an insult? Um, I don't think looking old is a bad thing.
1: <sighs> it kind of changes because when you're young, you want to look old. And then and once I, you start getting older, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I
2: started going gray when I was
1: 20. Oh, that that so is pretty early, yeah. It is pretty early. But then like older you get... The younger you want to look, it's kind of. A Are bad you sure loop. you were gray? May, I don't know. I think maybe your the old...
0: hair really started receding in your twenties, but I don't think it was all that gray yet.
2: No, it was starting to go gray on the sides.
0: Oh, I'm just starting to go gray this year. It's been crazy. I mean, that can be a cool
1: look when you're young, though. You know? Oh yeah, I was. I was like hair. the most popular. Yeah, person Yeah, yeah. You the look world. very mature. <laughs> right oh yeah, yeah, sure you were.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love like when you see someone that has like just beautiful silver hair like when it when it looks really good on someone like there used to be a young teacher at Glenwood do you remember her and she had short like white or silver hair and she she looked like a model she was just gorgeous but her hair was like gray or silver and it just really suited her I don't know if it would suit me that much I'm finding out now that I haven't been able to have my hair done for a long time we're starting to see if it's going to suit me or not (laughs) So far, so not far. good. Not good. Okay. When, you were, the when, you
1: were, uh, when you were growing up, did you ever have a fear of going bald? Because that's something oh. like a lot of people have.
2: Yeah, and then I embraced it by 22. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: I've never uh. been scared of that. No, like I, I looked it at,
2: um, they, they say it, it comes from your mom's side of the family, is what I used to hear all the time. Mm. And, uh, and then I looked at all of my uncles on her side of the family, and they're all cue balls. And I just hmm. went Oh no. That explains that's that. it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doomed.
1: Wow. <laughs> well,
0: we're pretty lucky because we're fortunate because my dad had a lot of hair and people on my side of the family have a lot of hair, like my nephew. He's got tons of hair. So we're all getting it from my dad's side of the family, which is pretty good. So you're gonna be a hairball. You don't have my to My hair
1: about doesn't
2: it. look good when I grow it too long though. Well, that, see, now that's the thing is that I've got over you guys is that I don't really have to worry about it because I don't yeah. have a whole lot of hair. Like, And you guys are all walking around the house <laughs> with your hair down to your knees now. I've been wearing a been hat able, every day. <laughs> you haven't <laughs> been able to wear a, <laughs> to get a haircut in how long? <sighs> it's two months. Longer
1: for me.
0: Longer I haven't gotten
2: for, a haircut oh, wow. in
1: a while. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, I guess you should. I it was due for like one a...
1: and then everything closed. Okay. And so now it's just... Your hair
0: starts to curl up on the ends when you need a hairdo. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
1: it's not great. That's a great
2: look. I wish mine did.
0: I want to have nice curly hair like that. Mine just looks... You don't. Okay, I must be getting old. Because just last year, the thought crossed my mind more than once of getting a perm. And this is something since my youth, I've been horrified. I thought I would never...
2: No, no, no. When you say a perm, are you talking about the curly (laughs) perm? Yeah. (gasps) The the no <laughs> yeah. the no maintenance it's curly crossed perm? my
0: mind wow. isn't that weird? That's
2: an, oh no this I is, thought I knew you yeah. i never
0: in a million years wow. thought it would even cross my mind. I thought there is no way when I grow old I'm going to get a perm.
2: I think you've even said that to me a hundred times over yeah. the time that we've been yeah, married
0: that i and, and still I'm still like at the point where I'm thinking i'm not going I'm not going to, but I have entertained the idea on a day or two. Wow. <laughs> yeah, huh. it's, oh, it's, that's... Kinda, it's a scary thought. What are you
1: feeling about it right now?
0: Uh, well, the way I feel about it right now is if it came back and it was like done well, like if they could actually do it well without it looking dumb, I'd be like signing up for it.
2: If it wasn't blue?
0: Because my hair is like so <laughs> straight and fine and... I think you have these high expectations when you go in for a perm, like I did when I was a teenager, you know, you go, oh, you see all like Morgan Fairchild, Farrah Fawcett, you see all these girls on TV with this big curly what, hair. What
2: decade is that? <laughs> <with> that? Wow, <laughs> oh, I got no idea. Morgan Fairchild. <laughs> ah. Yeah, right.
0: and they had like beautiful, it was like big curl waves, but... You know, in our minds as like 15, 16 year old girls, we thought, aha, we go get a perm or even a body perm. We're going to have hair like Farrah Fawcett now. We're going to be a Charlie's Angel. And it actually never happened.
2: All you needed to do is buy a hat.
0: We just looked more like we were curly fries or something it was Cur- curly, fries. curly fries yeah yeah like pigtails <laughs> <laughs> like little poodles walking all over the place no, you know? that's that's awful and yeah it okay. wasn't it wasn't a pretty picture my sister bonnie has a photo floating around there somewhere and it's called the shrub and she has her red hair and for some reason her eyes are like half closed and floating up in the photo and her hair is just like a perm. It's like a mushroom cut, and it's permed at the same time, and it's like red Ooh, hair. So wow. she looks like what's that? There's a comedian with red hair like that. Bonnie and you red.
2: used to be good friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> a comedian like that. Yeah, it's a red. His name. Oh, carrot, she, top. carrot top. Okay, yeah. carrot top. Oh, oh, top. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you haven't done enough damage. You're gonna bring carrot, top? <laughs> bring carrot yeah. top in. Yeah.
0: Well, I think she would agree. Like these pictures. Oh,
2: I, I, don't know she would agree anymore. Okay. I don't know but if you, you get her on ever... the line here. Yeah. If we had a line to get her on, I would, <laughs> yeah.
0: I would do it. Remember the old days when they would have radio? Oh, I guess they still do have call-in stuff. Mm-hmm. I would never be brave enough to have someone call in on my radio show. Would you?
2: No. Really? Yeah. Well, you can't. Well, no, no. You'd have your finger on the mute button because there's a four-five-second oh, delay. Of. So okay. that yeah.
0: yeah. I called Doctor Laura once. You remember Doctor Laura? No. You don't know Do- you Oh know I Doctor
1: recognize now. the name It
2: was a generation After the last generation That Richie <laughs> yeah. referenced. She's I a generation the After
0: the Morgan Fairchild That's, that's right <laughs> yeah. Actually she still exists But she I still exists. I called still her exists. once I made She's still
2: alive I wow. thought of
0: this question I thought it was A pretty good question <laughs> All right. And but I didn't even get To talk to her They like Dealt with my question And gave me an answer <laughs> on the phone, like the person who answers the phone. Oh, I thought, that'd
1: be
2: lame. That's telling you that your question was far too boring to be it put was, on air.
0: yeah. What was your question? Do you remember?
1: Like, yeah, dear Dr. Laura,
2: my I boyfriend won't talk to me. No, I was what married do I do? already. Oh, okay.
0: My husband won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it oh. was about someone in my family, so I can't really say what it was. Cause, oh, okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, that would not... That wouldn't be good. But you oh, were going to share I, that on oh, on national
2: radio. Yeah. Okay. Right. I
0: have a story. Okay. Now, please, listeners, oh, is, do not judge to... me for this story, but oh, it's really no. good. It's really oh, good. No. Okay. When I was about like. Wait. Wait a minute before you wait. start.
2: When she says it's very good, that means it's not it's very, very bad. Good. It's very <laughs> bad. It's very juicy. Bad. All, right. All right. I th- I think me and uh, yeah we'll we'll go for a coffee. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. We'll be back.
0: Go for your cocoa. <laughs> When I was about like 17, when my dad lost his job, so we lived in a trailer for a while, one of those mobile homes. So the walls were like paper thin, they're like cardboard thin, right? So you could hear everything going on. I had my own phone in my room. And here I was about 17, there was this uh, call in radio show called Ann Ross. And people would call in to Ann, (laughs) they call in to Ann Ross and every every conversation starts exactly the same. It's like, hi, Ann Ross. I have a problem. So I called in one day, you're laughing already, it's bad. Yeah, we're still here by the way. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, it's ringing, someone picks up, I'm like, oh, she's answering, hi, I'm Ross, I have a problem. She's like, yeah, what is it? And so I, I go into this like made up story, I'm telling her, yeah, I'm only 17, I'm pregnant and all this stuff. And I'm telling her, like, my, I'm not with my boyfriend anymore, and just like totally making up this story just to be on the radio, right? <laughs> And then after I hang up the phone, I walk out of the room and go in the living room. And then my mom's sitting in there. She goes, so do we need to talk about something? <laughs> and I was okay, like,
2: well, you know, that wasn't as bad. No, no? Oh, it so no, was so I was tense there for a my few minutes. My mom days. was yeah, listening yeah. to the
0: whole conversation. And I was just making it up. But
2: you deserve it.
0: I know. Yeah. I should have known better. I was like a Christian girl. I shouldn't have been lying on the Ann Roch show. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> it is pretty tempting, though. Yeah. That would be tempting. This really? is what we used to do, though.
0: At, like, when I was a teenager at sleepovers, we would call, like, the Ann Ross show and we would do stuff like that. And then when I became an adult, it turned over to Dr. It Laura. It just never changed. It's yeah. a Dr. Laura yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> what did you guys do at sleepovers? Uh,
1: play games. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it.
0: Just play video games.
1: Yeah. There was a big phase uh, watching scary movies was always a fun thing just yeah. like getting scared yeah <laughs> oh, yeah that was always And then, fun. like
0: dare each other to go outside or something
1: recently it's always been uh going for walks at night that's a weird thing that everybody kind of loves doing especially oh, out here like taking the trails and just walking around in like a dark forest it's kind of spooky but but fun
0: oh it's yeah.
2: nice
1: you get the the moonlight if it's oh a clear it's beautiful night. Yeah. oh
2: it's yeah, yeah it's just gorgeous up for walks
0: and what mm. did you guys do in your generation in my generation Yeah, what did you do like when you were hanging over at a friend's house for the night? Um
2: Oh, that's a good question, and Fish. Uh, no. Teenager age. Well, my the the problem was is a lot of my growing up that I remember was always out at the lake in the summer. Um you know, winters you didn't have it so much where you'd have friends stay over the night cuz everybody lives so close by. You know, we would just get up in the morning and go to each other's houses. Mm-hmm. But um in the summer, I'd have friends out to the cabin. And that was a lot of fun. That mm. was a lot of fun. We had one time where we had a a, a new kid in the neighborhood came over. And we had a uh, sort of a, a screen gazebo in the backyard. So we decided we're all going to sleep in there. And uh, one of the guys brought a small TV. And we watched Chiller Thriller um, was a show that was on oh, at the yeah, time. Oh, yeah. We used
0: to watch that when we were yeah. young, too. It and was really though. scary for our generation. Oh, yeah.
2: I mean, I mean, we were we were really young. And I remember the new kid just jumped up and ran out the door screaming all the way home. We could hear him going down okay, the street. Okay, this he
0: was, couldn't have been teenage years.
2: No, no, this was younger. This was, right. this. we were really, yeah, we were very young. And he was traumatized by this show. A chiller thriller? Yeah. Wow. Well, back in the day, it's just, oh, it's, yeah. yeah it, well, it's not like now. I wouldn't, oh, I wouldn't. I don't like, I don't like the, a lot of the movies that come out, like horror movies. All oh, of the I scare guess.
1: tactics have been overdone now. Oh. everything
2: yeah no right. I've always found those to be just, just awful I think oh,
0: yeah. our entire time that we spent together me and my friends was on the phone we would be like okay <laughs> you hang up now who are we going to call we'd just be like okay uh, let's oh, let's call that guy from school there's a guy from a school we call hi guess who this is all the time the conversation starts with that guess who this is and he goes I don't know come on guess <laughs>
2: You weren't a very nice person. Never, they when, never guessed it was me. That would be really
1: annoying for it me. It was that, annoying. That would be guess, awful. <laughs> that would be awful.
0: Yeah, and then, okay, we'd call boys, then we'd prank phone call. It was just like we should not have had access to the telephone. I guess back then it was kind of like our internet, you know? That that was it. It was our way to reach out to the world. I don't know why we just weren't hanging out with each other. Yeah, We're that just could like, worked. On the phone till like 2 in the morning, praying phone calls. And I love people. that because I've heard
2: you tell the kids as they were growing up, well, you can't just be on video games all the time. You have to go and see your friends, and yet you just went on the phone. We were on the phone. Oh, that's
0: there awful. There used to be yeah. this uh, thing on the radio station called Hotline. Did I ever tell you about that one, Nathaniel? I, I think, think so. so. yeah. If you called the radio station here in town, it would ha- there would be a busy signal, but you could hear, and this I blame my sister Dallas for because she's 10 years older than me, And this was from her generation, but she told me, if you call Hotline, you can hear people screaming their phone numbers on the phone. So we'd call and we'd listen over the busy numbers and you could hear people like just screaming their numbers. And then we would like write the number down and then we'd phone. So, whoa, I got in trouble for that. I was not allowed to be doing Were you
1: screaming your number?
0: I tried. I went in my closet, and I put a pillows that, in there and blankets. I mean, oh, yeah, so of she, learned,
2: she learned from the last yeah. the last episode of the trailer park. <laughs> she learned to how to make sure she sound. Yeah. That's right. Oh, this was when we lived in a different cartons. house, yeah, and I was yeah.
0: upstairs. And then I'd hear my mom open the door, and, to, uh, and she'd yell upstairs, Darlene, are you on a hotline again? I'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> so mostly I would just listen to other people screaming, and then oh. I'd write down the number. They and then they would think that I was the girl they were screaming at, and I would just like phone them. <laughs>
1: I wonder if, wow. you know, if anything like that still exists like Why? a hotline <laughs> still be somehow running right now.
0: I don't know. You just um, have the internet, isn't that all that people do now? They just meet people yeah. on the internet or whatever. Like, I don't know how teenagers would. <laughs> I can't I would imagine think if I was a teenage girl, like would I would be, yeah. Be, yeah. On social network with my yeah. friends, like all the time. I,
2: I was just gonna say I can't imagine you as a teenager with a computer and the internet. Oh, that's I dangerous. am so, that's so thankful. Dangerous. Yeah. yeah. You'd be in prison. Well, look
0: at me now. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> it hasn't changed. Yeah. I'm still it on hasn't the internet. Changed. Screaming my number out to the Time Warp Wife listeners now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and getting my Morgan Fairchild perm. Mm-hmm. It's coming up. Oh. Is it really?
2: No, now, wait a minute. Are you doing the Morgan Fairchild perm or were you going to do the tighter curl perm?
0: Well, there's no such thing as a Morgan Fairchild perm. Okay. It is, you think, you go in thinking you're going to get, and then the hairdresser goes, yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to look real good. Never does. It nope. does not look that way.
2: So you hold up a picture and say, <laughs> I, I want my face to look like this and my hair to look like this? I don't think and, I've
1: ever shown Well, hey, my face already
0: does, man. I don't have to.
1: I've never showed a hairdresser a photo and said, make me look like this. Because I always get it wrong.
2: I used to go in and ask for a volume discount.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I just say, hey, cut it like halfway shorter than it is. And then it looks fine because they just do it the way they want to do it. Just cut around the outside. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) They do. Hey, um, do you guys heard about that guy, um, George? What is his name? Floyd. George Floyd. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to mention him on the podcast today and just um, here we're going from our laughs to a real solemn topic, but I just kind of wanted to give a a shout out and say that our prayers and our thoughts are with the family. You know, I doubt that they'll be listening to our podcast, but anybody else who's going through similar things or, or feeling scared right now or just feeling, you know, worried about everything going on in Minneapolis. Um, yeah.
2: And the people in Minneapolis, um, you know, who are, uh, who are worried there's looting. There's, uh, we saw images of, uh, I think it was a target store if yeah. I'm not mistaken. It and burned And I the heard ground. someone
0: had died last night from the oh, riots. I didn't hear that. Okay. So yeah, our prayers and our thoughts are with Minneapolis yeah. right now. Yeah. Our prayers are especially with George's family. And, um, Yeah. I mean, that's just unfortunate and that did not have to happen. And I think with us in Winnipeg, we don't seem to have that same kind of problem with with racism in that way. But we do with the aboriginals. And I, I think that this kind of gives me a bit of an eye opener to to just be a lot more understanding to people who are being persecuted by racism. You know, maybe for us, it's not the black community, but for us, it's the Aboriginal community that's definitely having a problem in our community. And I think that we should all be praying that there is an end to that. And uh, we should be reaching out and changing our attitudes towards, um, we should just, we need to be more loving as a community and uh nathaniel what are you doing drinking cocoa you're leaned way over
1: want a sip of my drink you
0: look like oh you're yeah, <laughs> yeah you're leaned. You look like just you're almost wanna, falling don't want to sip into the mic there yeah
2: i was just going to say so um yeah so we hope that um you know that things uh go back um there's peace in in minneapolis soon
0: yeah we certainly don't want it to go back to normal because the no, normal no. was unacceptable yeah and uh So, yeah, but I do pray for peace over that city and I pray for restoration and um, pray for love Mm -hmm. that, you know, that's what love will certainly heal a lot and make a big difference in this world. And I can't believe we're still dealing with problems like this in 2020. And, you know, I'm sure we will forever because there's always going to be hate in this world. And that's unfortunate, but it's a sad but it's taken everybody's mind off of um, COVID. You're seeing, you know, the news isn't so much about COVID today, and rightly so. It's, it's just uh, from
2: one one tragedy to mm-hmm, another. Yeah, and then, oh, that's terrible. Yeah,
0: a friend of mine said, but, "I feel like uh, the end of the world is 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 coming." You know, and and it is coming, but when it's coming, I don't know. But God is, I know that God is waiting because He doesn't want people to be lost, and so. The fact that God is waiting just shows his compassion and his grace in that he doesn't want even one person to be, you know, if they could be saved tomorrow and if God came today, that would be really sad. So God, God waits and his timing excels ours. so we, we need to trust him for that too and say, you know, um, when, whenever you're ready, God, then your work will be done.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So I got a little update on my trial this week, the trial I was talking about last week where I went out and I got a job and I said it was really interesting how God had led me to that and there was no other way. I mean, there was just the door slammed shut behind me and here I was in a job wondering if I'm still gonna have time for Time Warp Wife Ministries and I was leaving that behind and it was just really stressful for me. But I made a point to thank God for that every day And now I'm actually finished that job and I can devote my time full time again to Time Warp Wife because it was only a temporary job during the COVID situation and uh, things have slowed down for the company. So um, I've actually been released from there now, which is good I'm so glad that's over because You're I think
2: fired God,
0: fired <laughs> well you can call it a firing I'm thinking if, if I were them I would have sure fired me I was <laughs> like I tried hard but I am not cut out for like doing a thousand things at once well, I'm just nope. like no and no I don't think I'm fired I think it was just the timing but thank you for that <laughs> it was just sort of a temporary thing where I filled oh. in and I used to work for the company so
2: what was that movie that animated movie that that had that you fired oh, I don't remember what that was though I, don't I shouldn't have done that because no. I don't know is nah, that, is that Donald crazy. Trump
0: thing what
2: no oh oh the apprentice no 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 <laughs> this, was, this was an animated <laughs> yeah an animated uh, movie it had a I think it was a bug or something mm. Just
1: kept saying, "You fire." I don't remember. Yeah, (laughs) whatever.
0: Maybe he was a fire ant. You know what? Now that
1: that would actually make some sense. Good joke. That could be. Okay, be pretty good. Wow.
0: So, what have you been reading in the Word today? Do you remember anything that you've been reading today or yesterday, Michael?
2: Uh, Reading in First and Second Peter, and so um, interesting. It's it's so interesting that if for me when I go away from certain books of the Bible. And, you know, and say maybe spend a long time in Romans or something. Um, and I feel like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm gleaning a lot out of Romans and things are coming a lot clearer. Then I go back to another book like Peter and I'm amazed at how different it is and, and how much that I didn't see before and pick up on before. Um, you know, and just how it just pulls things into even better focus. It, it's almost like reading a completely different book. Even though I've I've read it so many times before,
0: almost every time I ask you, it seems like you're in the New Testament. I wonder why. Do you um, just seem to to hang around the New Testament more than the Old?
2: I think I think what happens is the the Old Testament leads to the New, and there's a lot of there's a lot of really interesting. Um, well, that's an understatement. A lot of really interesting things in the Old Testament, but um, for me, I I don't know. It's almost like I prefer. To read, um, you know, to read the Gospels, to read what Christ had to say Himself, and the you know how that's recorded, and just pick up on, you know, how the apostles are so different from each other. Like John is so so rooted in the topic of love, and he expands on it so much, even to the point where um, he was even known as the disciple that that Jesus loved, which is it's just so cool to see, you know, to kind of read through and go into First John. And just see his take on it, that everything is rooted in love. You know, everything that we do, the power of God is all rooted in love. And God is love, you know. And, um, but then when you go and read some, you know, writings like Peter, um, it's the same message, but delivered in a completely different way, which expands on on things even more. And then uh, then again, you go to the writings of Paul, you know. So it's it's so interesting how everything, the more that you read, everything comes together you know just clicks together seamlessly between all of the books of the Bible you know whether it's Isaiah prophesying you know for things that are in our time now um, or if it's the you know letters to John Peter Paul James whoever um, it to me it's just fascinating how that how that goes
0: you know I think I think you need a balanced diet I think, I think you're just I think you your... need some
2: Genesis greens. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yes. I, you remind me of someone who's just eating his dessert and he's not having his beets. Like you need to get in there and read <laughs> some more Leviticus. Beets, yeah.
2: Oh, Leviticus. you need to get in no, there. No, Leviticus. No, would be, we talked about that last time. No, how much beets I love would it. be numbers. Oh, the beets book would of be numbers. numbers. <laughs> yes, that would be beets. That'd be Brussels sprouts.
0: Leviticus is a steak. You you need that. You got to dig in and get a knife in there and just cut cut it. It's good. Oh, yeah. it's so good.
2: I don't know. After that pep talk, I'm yeah. I'm going to stay in the New Testament. Yeah, for no, <laughs> really convinced you with that one. Yeah. that's right. That's right. Today
0: I was reading in Second Timothy, and um, hmm. the verse, of course, that really stood out to me because of.
2: Wait a minute. That's the New Testament.
0: It is, but I'm not always there.
2: Uh-oh. You need your veggies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a little dessert. Okay. So. Um, so
2: what did you read in, in Second Timothy?
0: The verse that really stood out to me today was, for God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Because I I think when you're reading things according to what's going on in your life or what's going on in the world, different verses will stand out to you at different times. And that one really spoke to me today after watching all of the fires in Minneapolis and everything that's going on with the disease in this world, that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I think that we have to remember that to to be like, yes, these things are going on, but that doesn't have to make us fearful of tomorrow because he's Mm -hmm. the same God that has brought us through so much. And I remember saying like two months ago, I'm saying to our oldest son, if everything goes really bad, like worse than we could ever imagine with all of the COVID-19 stuff, I'm still going to be here, I'm still going to be sitting with you and we can still listen to the birds and look up at the sky together and we're still going to be able to have each other and we're still going to be able to enjoy the beauty of this world and that is not taken away from us um, because of our circumstances. So it's really important what's going on inside us I think is the most important thing because the outside is constantly changing. We can never be in a situation that's not changing whether there's death or there's sickness around us or there's poverty or there's pain or there's joy. We have days that are so fantastic. But really what matters is what's inside us. Are we able to stay grounded? Do we have that spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind within us? And that's really what's going to carry us through.
2: And when you talk about change, um, I think that's, that's so interesting because um, I think as time is, is going on, if, if you, I mean, let's, let's go back a few hundred years to the industrial revolution where everything, you know, change was just ramping up. It just seemed to be out of control. And now um, they say that knowledge is increasing. is doubling, I think. Somehow they, they measure that every seven years. Hmm. What do you um, mean
0: by knowledge is increasing? A person's um, knowledge?
2: That that's see now that's the thing I didn't dig too deep into what they meant by that. Yeah. That was well, just a statement that I wonder if that means technology is increasing. But I don't know. Right. Technology definitely your ability to
1: learn too. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, yeah, that, that Okay.
1: that's yeah yeah
2: that's probably true. So you know so things are moving quicker. Change change is happening so much faster now than it's ever happened before. So even more so like what you were saying. You know we're in a time of uh, not just upheaval. You know with um, you know, with things like the, the pandemic, but, uh, but change, um, you know, technology and, and just the way everything is done and the world is getting smaller, you know, and um, yeah, it's, just, it's just a different place, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of different, a lot more challenges, I think, for people in this generation to try to navigate through.
0: I read a quote by Anne Graham Lotz this week and it said, part of the quote I remember, it said, strengthened by the winds of adversity, And I think that um, we can look at adversity in two ways. One is we can look at it as how much it's destroying our life. Or the other way we could look at it as how much it's strengthening us, how much we're growing from it, how much we're changing. And uh, I used it in one of the scattered seeds, actually. I was talking about a tree. And do you know there's a tree in the world that has the longest root that they were able to find? I don't know how they could possibly find... How long this root was but it was recorded at 400 feet that this root went down into the earth hmm. and uh that a tree like that is definitely not going to come down so it just goes to show you like I have pulled out some weeds and they've had long roots even little trees we think okay this little tree is dead in our garden we're going to pull it out and you can't because the roots are so strong. And I think that goes with us too. When we have a good foundation and when we're strengthened by our roots um, in God and in Christ, then the the winds of adversity are going to threaten us and they're going to uh, try to bring us down. But the stronger that we are from the inside is really what's going to make a difference in whether we're standing at the end of the day or Right, if we're rooted not. in Christ, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I like that. So when I read that, I was like, "Yeah, that's a good verse." Like, he's not giving us the spirit of fear, absolutely. So, don't don't be fearful with everything going around you. Just keep focused on God, and that gives you a lot of hope.
2: I was going to ask Nathaniel about that. Your perspective on um, Do you feel that things are changing too fast in in your generation? Do you do you feel that? it's like a runaway freight train or something and you're just trying to uh, you're just trying
1: to to hang on I don't know surprisingly no I think it's really awesome actually okay because I grew up right at a point in time when everything was really accelerating with things like space travel or technology and stuff like that so now I'm kind of growing up and we're putting like rovers on Mars and we're having like these amazing phones that you can have and all this new computer stuff so growing up with everything coming out i think it's actually going to be different now because it's sort of tapering off it's slowing down so kind of be going to like growing up from this point when things are slowing down instead and Mm. that's going to be weird
0: you were just saying to me yesterday i think that when you grow up you're definitely going to have a story to tell your kids i went through the great pandemic of 2020 which is not something you want to wear as a badge of honor (laughs) or a t-shirt but i mean it's just bizarre that you actually lived through this time
1: living it right now it doesn't feel as big as i think looking back at things like this because they seem like oh that was like a massive thing but when you're living it you're living in such an isolated version of it almost
0: i here's a thought i think it's because when you're actually living it you're taking it one day at a time, you're taking it minute by minute. Mm -hmm. And that's how we need to look at a lot of our problems. A lot of times you look at a problem that's coming to you, and you think this is going to be like, if we would have known last year that we were going to have to deal with this, we would have been like thinking, how are we going to deal with this unemployment? Mm -hmm, How are we going to do with this sickness? We would have been in a panic. But if we could say, okay, you know what, I'm going to take it day by day. And minute by minute, and so with anything that's looming before you, think about that. Take, just think, I don't have to handle this problem all at once. I'm gonna get through this, and I'm gonna do it day by day.
2: Right. Every every day has enough problems of its own. You know, just settle on each day, and yeah. uh, and you'll get through it. And that and that is, I mean, that's straight out of scripture, and uh, and it's yeah, so true.
0: I like that Bible verse that says, uh, "Worry doesn't empty tomorrow of its um, trouble." No, I'm just kidding. It's Corey Ten Boom. <laughs> I was going to see if you were in, jump in and say no. I think yeah. she said, <laughs> "Worry doesn't empty tomorrow of its trouble. It empties today of its joy," or something like that. And, okay. and that—that's for sure. I think that we can—we can actually wreck our day today. By what we're thinking about tomorrow which really sucks
2: you thought right. i was going to jump in and say no I no no saying, that's not a bible verse. Let's call her out on it yeah really okay <laughs> all right
0: yeah I, I love i love her quotes but especially coming from the adversity that she dealt with mm-hmm. and that she's able to still write stuff like this and it's just amazing that she wrote that Knowing everything that she went through, and she still has the joy of the Lord. Do you know who Corey Ten Boom is?
1: Uh, no, recognize the name. Can you tell? I don't.
2: <laughs> I don't know enough about her. She's mm. a
0: Holocaust survivor. Yeah, I have read her mm. book, and her and her yeah, sister. Yeah, I never read the book. She writes about how her and her sister went through like the most horrific things in the concentration camps, and. She went on to write Christian books and her the way that she stayed focused on God and the way that she looked at life is really what brought her through and really what kept her going. And she is an example of someone with a 400-foot root. Like this woman's root was grounded in Christ and she went through the most painful thing that anyone can imagine. And yet she was still able to come out of it thanking God, praising God and looking to God. And she, if we could all live like that, what a difference this world would be! It's incredible. Mm-hmm.
2: I knew somebody personally, actually, who um, who was in Auschwitz um, as an eight year old child, and mm. so basically spent a few years in Auschwitz. And uh, so we uh, we actually published a book uh, of hers, and it was uh, it was sold in the uh, in the um, Holocaust Museum and uh yeah wow how old is she old now like how old obviously she's old yeah she's uh she's in her 90s wow i think i think in her 90s yeah she was uh, yeah
0: yeah Yeah, that would
1: that
2: that sounds
0: was it a religious book yeah was
2: it a religious
1: book no
2: it wasn't um no i i i i knew hannah personally uh her husband and her and uh so they, she had uh, told me a little bit about her story and, and then she wrote a book all about it. And um, yeah, and it's, it, was a, it was a big selling book. Mm. But um, yeah, just terrible, terrible, I, unimaginable. You know, I mean, you, you see photos of, of things that have happened there, but you, what, you, what you don't get from it is the, the terror that pep, you know, people lived in, you know, in those camps and, um, you know, just never knowing what was coming next. You know, it was it was awful, just awful. Yeah. Mm. Um, so,
0: what a difference it makes when you do have God to lean, lean on during those times, mm-hmm. and that um, it's a, He's a source of joy, and uh, He has been a source of joy for us this year as we're going through our struggles, and um, we just you know thank Him every day for everything right, that He is right. doing for us. If we're just going to look at the negative things, we would find a lot to be um, just to be sad about, we would find a lot to be discouraged about. But yet there is so many more things to be encouraged about, which right. is, yep. which is what I love too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, but when Dad asked you that question, Nathaniel, mm. I'm thinking more of, how do you feel like about the social elements of the world and the changes that you have seen? Like, for me, what I've seen during my time since I was a kid, even to your generation now, Socially, people have changed so much. Yeah, But that was over a long period of time. We're talking like over a 40-year period where children have gone from, you know, hanging out in little uh, street groups, playing dodgeball at night, to being in their home um, playing a video game in the evening. Like, it's changed a lot. But yet, over the past year, you've seen this change drastically in a short period of time. And do you get worried about it or...? Or does it make you upset that you're not seeing your friends? Um,
1: I'm still seeing my friends a lot. Like, well, definitely not as much. But growing up, I still did the whole thing of going outside and playing with people and all that. And then it kind of hit a point where I slowly started to do it more online. But it Yeah, to, you did
0: in the park and stuff like that. But yeah. I wouldn't say it was as much as when we were kids.
1: Right. But it's getting to the point now with, with this whole pandemic thing, too, where you, people are realizing how much they want that face-to-face time and so you can play with people online you can talk to people online as much as you want but it's going to hit a point where you just want to see each other yeah and we still did often like still had people come over still went to other people's houses for parties or sleepovers and all that because you just you always want that Mm -hmm. Uh, but with current generation coming in it's definitely a lot more online based because that's just kinda of what's accessible, that's what people want to play. That's kind of the big Christmas gifts people get too. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my video games or a console. And so right. at a really early age, uh, kids are introduced to that and then they just don't really wanna go out.
2: You know, I'm I'm surprised to this day at how popular video games have become. Even even when I was um, when I was your age and um, you know, when we had video games were starting, mm-hmm. of course they were you know, I think the my brother when I was a kid got Pong. You know, oh, he I had, love that game, black oh. and white Pong, like the and, old well,
1: Pong machines, or the that? little Pong, okay. the Atari
2: console, yeah. and it was on the goes, TV though. Yeah, and he says, "Oh, look at this, look at this," and, and we had this old beater TV, and you know, so he turns it on and it's kind of blurry, and he goes, "Bing, mm-hmm. beep, beep," like this, and it just, and and I said, "Okay, already this is boring." <laughs> I said, how, how, how could you get anything out of this? And, and he said, no, 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 this is great. I, I don't think I've ever been wired. I think maybe because my friends and I were really good at probably finding other things to do, you know, I mean, instead of playing like video games, we'd go out and, and, you know, play, uh, my favorite was, it was a, a rendition, uh, like a version of hockey, like ball hockey or street mm-hmm. hockey. But because it was so dark, like we were talking about this in an earlier podcast, how it gets dark here at, I think, 4 p.m. in the in the winter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we had the bright idea of um, dipping a a tennis ball in gasoline and lighting it on fire. (laughs) And and we played fire hockey, you know, and we added we had a person who was the the fireman who would put out the fire, which was the goaltender. So every time he made a save. Somebody had to pat him down with oven mitts to put the fire out. And we just kept playing the game. And uh, I mean, I don't, mm. I, don't think, I don't think video games could, could possibly outdo that one.
0: Yeah,
1: they do. Do they? No. <laughs> They're not
0: safer. Here's a question that, about yeah. that. Yeah. What's the most dangerous thing that you ever did when you were a kid? Ooh. Can you think? Would that be?
1: There were a lot.
0: I know. Mm. Do you have anything? I'm trying to think.
1: I didn't do much dangerous stuff. No? I really avoided that compared to stuff you would have done. Oh, I know one that I
0: did. Me and a friend decided to light matches and we lit a fire behind someone's garage. And it just, we, for the first like hour or so, we were lighting matches. We must have been about five and three years old. She was two years younger than me and I think I was five or six. So we were really young and she brought the matches over So we would light the matches and stomp on them, light the matches and stomp on the little fires we were making. But suddenly we realized that. That's not, that's not good. We realized that uh, one of the fires got out of control in the back lane and the garage started to burn and we just took off. That was it. We were gone. You should be in jail.
1: Whoa. You just left? You just ran away. I
0: was like, fine. You set someone in the garage on fire and ran away? (laughs) I probably had to go make some prank phone calls. Just get back in the house for
1: <laughs> you were no, a horrible child. I remember
0: wow. being terrified and just pretending, like trying to pretend, like nothing's wrong, and going down the street. My sisters were jumping on a mattress at someone's house. It was like this nobody had trampolines in mm. those days, but somebody had an old mattress in a backyard, so all the kids were jumping on the mattress. It was like, I can't believe they had so much joy over this old mattress. So I went down there and I joined them and we all jumped on the mattress for a while. And then suddenly one of my sisters said like, mom wants us to go home. She has to talk to us. So we all went home and then they lined us up. Me and my five sisters were all lined up in the front porch and there were matches all over the floor in the front porch and stuff. And and they, she says, I want to know who's lighting the fires. And she started asking us one by one. And she asked one of my other sisters. I can't remember which one. But she said, oh, like, probably Gloria. Are you lying to me? And she was like, no. And then when she finally got to me, I just started crying. And and uh, <laughs> That's a good way to hide it, yeah. Love the vibrato that was the first and time the voice. I was canned crying. in my room. I remember that. <laughs> and I remember... Oh, this brings back a really cool memory now. Because I remember lying in my room. I think
2: we should just leave. And I think it was the
0: next (laughs) night I had to lie in the bedroom. And the window was open and I could hear the sounds of summer outside. I could hear lawnmowers and I could hear kids just having fun. And to this day, I love the sounds of summer. Like if I can just like lie and listen to lawnmowers and stuff like that, I just love it. Probably because of that incident when I was so young and I just wanted to be out there and I enjoyed that sound you know just it it was it was horrifying but that would be the most dangerous thing I've
2: I think I have I've, I've come up with mine what was it, it was there? there's quite a few things in contention with this one so <laughs> but um but there was one and it wasn't my fault and so that's why I'm picking this uh,
0: one we'll be the judge mm. of that yeah I was um I was
2: I was being babysat And um, you know how I always say, oh, I hope my dad's not listening to this. This one is, I hope my mom's not listening to this because uh, I was being babysat. I was probably six years old at Hmm. the time and um, the babysitter um, and her brother, they said, oh, let's, let's go for a walk. And so we went out for a walk and her brother wanted to walk over a train bridge. And so, uh, so we looked, you know, down the tracks, nothing was coming. So we did. We started walking across this train bridge. And it was it was really dangerous because it had the wooden ties. But in between the wooden ties, you could fall and be right into the river, which was probably about 70 feet Ooh. below, right? <laughs> and so being six, I could fit without any problem at all in between those ties.
0: Was there any room to stand beside the train bridge?
2: No. Like oh, beside? No, no. No, it was very narrow. And so all there was was the track and then maybe about a foot of, of the wooden timbers beside that. Ooh. And that was it. And so there was really nothing. And so um, so we get halfway across the bridge. And um, all of a sudden, a train comes around the corner. And he's, he's really moving. And uh, they were both panicking. And so um, her brother picked me up. And they tried running, but they, they couldn't run too fast because they could slip and go in between the,
0: the, the wooden boards and into <laughs> right, the river, yeah. right?
2: Then we're, we're done because that river is a, that's, it's known to be a river you well, don't want to be in. Were you the only
0: kid with them or did yeah. you have siblings too? No, no, no,
2: it was just me. And uh, so he stopped and grabbed me around my waist and he climbed down in between the wooden beams And we were hanging off the bottom of the train bridge. Me, um, my babysitter and her brother and the train went right over top of us and the bridge was shaking. And and so they were worried that they were going to lose grip Mm -hmm. on the bridge, right? Because the the bridge was constantly (laughs) shaking and i remember well, how could this
0: guy hang with was he holding you in one arm and just hanging Holding with the other? in
2: one arm and he had his legs somehow kind of braced. oh
0: maybe he was holding on with his legs too yeah
2: and he had his leg i think over the wooden the wooden what do you call those i just kept saying beam but
0: uh, railway uh, ties ties thank ties, you yeah.
2: and so he had his leg over the tie so if there was a car that was too low Yikes! That would have, that would have been bad. <laughs> right. But um, the the train left, and um, you know, and and he was slowing down, so he thought he probably killed us, and uh, and we got up, kind of dusted ourselves off, said, "Are you okay?" And I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "Okay, let's get out of here," and, uh, and that was it. But I remember thinking the whole time, I wasn't afraid um, at all. I thought that was so cool. You know, just, just an experience. And even when I was so young, maybe Mm -hmm. I just didn't understand, you know, exactly what was going on. Right. Um, yeah, I thought, I think that was probably the most, the most danger I'd, I'd been in. Yeah.
0: That's horrifying. I think your parents actually deserve an award because they seem to be able to pick the worst babysitters (laughs) on the planet. No, Debbie was,
2: Debbie was nice. She was. was? Oh yeah, she was. Was she
0: the one that lit the cabin on fire or something like that too? No,
2: no, no. That was a different one. Oh no, that's the one that. You said that
0: one of them had a fire in the cabin.
2: We, no, that was my fault. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, that was the one who was teaching. I talked her into teaching us how to golf, and so my brother, who was standing too close behind her, she swung the the she swung the golf club. And nailed him right between the eyes and split his face open. And so he was running around screaming. And my aunt who saw this, she lived down, uh, just down from us. And she tackled him and got him into the car, into the hospital. And she was, our babysitter was so shaken. She went back into the cabin with us. And I said, my dad lets me light fires and she says okay, okay okay, let's light a fire Yeah. and I said he uses gasoline and so she starts putting pouring some gas oh, into no. this oh, no. which I meant barbecue I didn't mean like the, the yeah. stove right? and so she she uh, threw a match in and all I remember was the whole stove it was a tall stove yeah. all of a sudden starting to tremble and then shake violently and then just boom and the doors popped open and some wood fell on the floor but we all stood around just stunned at what had just happened. And then all of a sudden a few, you know, probably about 10, 20 seconds later, we hear clang, clang, clang on the roof as the, the chimney cap came back down to earth and landed right. on, the, on the roof of the cabin. And uh, no, that was my fault. Yeah, <laughs>
0: We did some dumb things when we were kids. I remember my, we went camping with my parents and I remember my sister and I go for a walk. We're like, Hey, see you later. No stranger danger at all when we were young so we meet this couple
2: stranger dangers stranger dangers is that a thing we
0: meet a couple at camping and I remember we're like you know six and seven years old and we're in their bowler trailer they invite us to come on in Come on into the trailer. We could have got kidnapped, but we're yeah. just like I have no idea who these strangers were. Now,
2: see, now the thing is, Nathaniel can't get in on this conversation because anything that he says, he's still old enough for me to. He's still a dumb kid. That's right. Yeah, be now. <laughs> yeah. I've almost Not taken a, a ride. Not a dumb kid.
1: I've almost done that. Yeah, you have. I went for a okay, walk. Okay, I don't need to know this. With oh, Maddie and I'm so Grail. scared. And it was winter, really, really cold out. Like we barely made it. We went going to Seven Eleven. We barely made it there. And there was a really nice family there, and they saw us. We were just freezing, and she was like, "Do you want to just drive you home?" And then I was like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, do
0: it." But <laughs>
1: Maddie refused, and we had to walk back. Wow. Yeah, oh, I was, I was young, so though.
0: disappointed when I heard about that because we had arranged for you for Uncle Jerry to drive you. That's when we went to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we
2: were we were out of time. Brendan, the
0: yeah. older brother, was babysitting them. And we told Brendan, like, Uncle Jerry will be your driver if you have to go to the store or anything like that. Because Brendan was, like, 19. Mm-hmm. So, and you were about 9. So you guys were, like, 9, 11, 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, Jerry will drive you. Don't worry if you need anything. Just ask Jerry if you need groceries or whatever. But he didn't because he said he didn't want to bug Jerry. Right. <gasps> Remember when we went out for our anniversary? I think it was our 10th anniversary. We went out for like a weekend and we got my niece to babysit with her husband. Do you remember what you guys did to the husband?
1: No. Was was that Kool Aid? Yes. Kool Aid, yeah. (laughs) What?
0: You don't know about that?
1: No, I don't know about this. No, me neither. Oh, I how re- did you say now, Kool-Aid? Then? I just know about the Kool-Aid. I don't know okay. any story though. Well,
2: the fact that you guys are both kind of looking at each other and, okay. and I didn't know there was a story to this. This will yeah. be bad. Yeah. They this gave him a glass
0: bad. of Kool-Aid. Yeah. But the Kool-Aid had been in the fridge for so long that there was like mold and it looked like eyeballs. Do you remember that eyeball?
1: I Remember the eyeballs.
0: Yeah. If you forget yeah. Kool-Aid in the fridge for way too long, it's got like it looks like eyeballs in the glass.
2: Yeah. I've never And they gave this guy a glass of the (laughs)
0: Kool-Aid and apparently it was like just really rancid. Did we ever see him again?
2: Or No. He survived it though, (laughs) didn't he? Yeah. Okay. Did you scoop the eyeballs out of it first? Oh we had to, yeah. (laughs) No, they were they were
1: stuck to the sides. Yeah. Oh, that's it's a horrifying yeah. thing when you pour. So a glass it's like fish
0: eyes, like just that. all
1: over the sides of the pail. Yeah,
0: yeah they look like fish eyes, like little I fish have, eyeballs. I
2: don't know what you're talking about. Really? I they have like I've a little never, dark center and then. I like wish a I would have known this when I was a kid because wow, that sounds cool.
0: <laughs> I don't think your googling images is going to translate well on the podcast, but well, Nathaniel's, we can describe <laughs> it to people. Yeah, yeah, he's looking them up. It's like a dark are center what, what with a little moldy circle. Yeah, what are you going to search? I'm
1: learning, learning now. I have no idea what to search. <laughs> they
0: uh, look like
1: googly like, eyes. Yeah, but they oh, were boy. great
0: babysitters. They made us a big card. It was a like big happy anniversary card. <laughs> I love her babysitting. <laughs> like, oh. oh, that's just
1: rude. How could you do that to somebody?
0: I don't know. I'm
1: forgetting now. I don't know how to spell mold.
0: What are you do doing I? about mold?
1: Which version? Of- <laughs> He's
0: at still looking M-O-L-D? at the Okay, the it editor.
1: was that. Well, in in some countries, what's it's the moldiest M-O-U-L-D.
0: thing you've ever yeah. seen?
2: The moldiest thing I'd ever seen.
1: I've seen a <gasps> loaf of bread that was like dust.
2: Uh, really? Oh. It was
1: real gross. Yeah. Oh.
2: Oh, yeah. that's Well, wow, that's bad. about as moldy as you can. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of
1: disintegrated. Hmm.
0: I have. There was something. Oh. Oh, there There was a sour cream in our fridge the other day. I didn't even. I don't know why. Actually, I did open it. I noticed it had expired like a long time ago and I was like, oh, there's a sour cream at the back there. Well, how can sour and cream
2: expire? It it's did. Because that's what
0: I thought. I thought it can't be that bad. And I just took a little peek inside and I was like, oh, no, no, no. That's bad. Right
2: now, half your audience is saying, no, it can definitely, <laughs> yeah, it yeah, can yeah, maybe kill you. I don't know.
0: It can grow. I don't know. but yeah."
2: Generally, if anything has gone bad in the fridge, I am always really tempted just to throw the whole dish and everything straight into the garbage. And I just can't, I can't deal with it. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've done that. There's is...
1: a couple of things that have been too far gone. Yeah. Well, mostly what I... from your room. No. no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you have a no. terrible habit of, okay. uh, anyway.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think but, that's where but, it
0: mostly comes from. I go no, through,
2: okay. I go through it every oh, week. And if I've missed <laughs> something and it's, you know, living at the back of the refrigerator or something. Yeah. Yeah, I've 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 seen some some things that were You say happy.
0: you take them out every week when you take out garbage. Yeah. But then a lot of times I'll be like, Okay, this asparagus is still in here. It was in here last Friday. I thought you were into and you go, Don't take it out, don't throw it out, I'll throw it out on Friday. But then the right. next Friday comes and you forget to throw it out again. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. And then it's like, Okay, this asparagus is still in the fridge. We're still having our our time, so yeah, but it, it <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah asparagus. It's having it's, kind its, of it's like enjoying a,
0: its time in our fridge for it, too It's long. kind of
2: like a moth in a cocoon. It it just changes in the refrigerator yeah, over time. it'll eventually become like lettuce or something. It's like water, actually. Oh, I think that's what happens to it. Asparagus. I've water. never
1: let it go that far, but it's like an aged wine. Probably. Yeah, you can make asparagus wine. I'll, Ew. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Did you okay. hear about
0: Madison's asparagus? No. No. She's got like. 10 acres which sounds huge but it's just like a little piece of land and they've got like some trails around the outside of the property that's very nice and so you can go walking in the little trails or riding your bike through there or whatever and they found asparagus all over the trail so every summer now they just just scattered on the trail or growing yeah, it's just wild oh, yeah. it's
1: just growing I thought it was just someone just threw a bunch of it on the no. tree oh, <laughs> someone
0: threw a bundle on the ground <laughs> yeah. safely. <I> <laughs>
1: yeah, of watery, watery asparagus, asparagus? Yeah. yeah no
0: that's what we should do like just take a really rare plant like a lemon tree or something and just be like go plant it in someone's yard and a freak lemon them lemon trees are
1: rare plants
0: in Winnipeg in yeah this, in
1: this yeah. climate it would, I guess so it would yeah. die yeah it wouldn't it last would long die yeah
2: what is your
0: favorite? Like, if you could have a garden filled with one thing, your whole backyard is filled with this one thing, mm, like a field I of.
2: I think a field of butter tarts. <laughs> that's, that's what it would that be. Would,
1: it would smell so gross. Well, you have to eat them. Why? Before they go okay, watery. Okay, wait. Oh yeah. Here's uh, here's a good one. Oh, watery.
0: I am going to. We have. To, I, you have to tell me. Okay what my favorite food is oh I have to tell dad what his favorite food is and he has to guess what your favorite food uh, is
1: okay easy <laughs> oh, okay oh you know what oh, is. okay I gotta think about what my favorite food really is
0: no because you've got to like guess what mine is yeah but I gotta think about that's easy too. I'm gonna guess it, yours I can't
1: think of it yeah mine does this include drinks
0: I think I guess no. yours
1: okay no. Yeah, you guessed mine.
0: Mine's the easiest. Yeah, I'm
1: forgetting. Oh, I, but she, I don't know what it is. That's
0: why he has to guess mine. Okay. Yours is bread.
2: And yours is soup to Nathaniel. <laughs> you had
0: to let me think for a minute.
2: Oh, just move it on. It's got to be chicken is. soup, isn't it? It's a, no, it's soup. soup. I don't have to, I don't have to say which If you don't know my favorite
0: food, then you're failing me right now. You are failing think me. Russia. <laughs> is it
1: borscht? No No that's not oh, Take Russian. that back No 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 We'll no, no. no, no, oh. give you a, a, a do over I wasn't this listening so, to
0: you. It's a sad It's like one of the saddest parts of my life That I can't have this anymore
2: The Lipton Company Used to make Tea No, no. <laughs> oh, oh boy The Lipton Company Used to make A boxed stroganoff That was probably Barely Is this still your favorite food? It you is. can't even eat it anymore Oh, oh
0: a thousand million times but you haven't had it like years Because it doesn't exist they anymore discontinued it Yeah Yeah, yeah. Huh.
2: But uh, and it was it was good, but it wasn't great. It, wasn't it was. great. It wasn't great.
0: really
1: outstanding.
0: It, uh, Maddie was addicted to it too.
1: It kind of tastes like whatever you
2: can buy now. No. Well, if you're addicted to it, and maybe there's something else going on in that stroganoff that you know people aren't. M- since it's Russian, maybe there's vodka. Didn't you know in the that when I was Russian? a kid they used to call me
0: the was Stroganoff was kid? Is that
1: Russian? Oh yeah. I never really thought about that for sure.
0: That. Yeah. 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 Didn't you know that Nathaniel? When I was a kid, they called me Stroganoff kid. No. Yeah, that was my nickname. The Stroganoff Kid. Every time I got an allowance
1: <laughs> what I was went, your nickname. I went to the store to buy so a box nicknames. of Lipton
0: Stroganoff every Friday. Dad would come home, hand us our allowance, hop on my bike, go get my Stroganoff. Birthdays there. My just sister would be like, money. Do you just... want me to take you for dinner for your birthday? Or shall I just buy you a box of Stroganoff? So you were
2: so thin because you were malnourished.
0: Yes. You only wow. Stroganoff once no, a week. I really think I was she anorexic. Ate it every day. Could I have been every anorexic? Day. Without know, I guess so. My Without sister was it, anorexic, yeah. and she didn't know it. Yeah. Well, I guess most people most don't people know. wouldn't
1: really consider themselves anorexic, anorexic if they were.
0: My, I don't know if this would be called co- if this would be considered anorexic. But I was starving, like to the point where I'd fall down the stairs like three times in a day. I was just starving.
2: Was somebody pushing you?
0: Because all I wanted to eat was beef stroganoff. You so if I couldn't afford to buy Lipton's beef stroganoff, my mom made great meals every night. Your mom was I a fantastic was, cook. Yeah, I was too fussy. I wouldn't eat it. I would just be like, I would tell her, I don't feel mm-hmm. good. I'm going to yeah. go to my room tonight. It was just like, I did not want to eat vegetables and meat and potatoes and stuff like that. I'm just, kind of the
1: same. Like all the food you guys make is incredible. But sometimes I just get home from work or school and it's like, I just don't want to sit yeah, down here and eat look- a big meal. I go on as I
2: don't want to eat your lasagna. Like, yeah. I'll
1: eat it later. But at you that look moment, so
0: malnourished.
1: I, I'm very malnourished. <laughs> you know? yeah. no, I'm
2: so kidding. did we nail that then? Okay, so it's stroganoff for her. Yeah. 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 Bread for me. What is? Where's my yeah. borscht from? Is it Ukrainian? That's, that's- well, Ukrainian, Russian. Yeah. You don't want to say one or the other because the Ukrainian and Russian people both lay claim to a bunch of things. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. yeah. And so.
0: What's really scary, though, when you say borscht right. is that people have a different idea of borscht than we oh, do. Mm-hmm. There's
2: beet borscht. I've never had beet borscht. Beet borscht is. Yeah. No.
0: Oh, that's horrific. I cannot oh, eat beet wait. borscht. Any kind, most I'm sure kinds of, of borscht I beet beet borscht. can't eat. <laughs> They do. I remember my aunt, we went to her house to eat dinner and she's like, we're going to have borscht for supper. Me and my sisters were so excited. And then we get like this red soup and I'm like, okay, it's such a bad thing. It's like the Old Testament. Beet (laughs) beet soup. Give me some of that red soup. (laughs) It's like the book of numbers. You're just like, oh no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, but our borscht is like green color. It's all like, it's called, it's actually called zama borscht which is summer borscht, and it's made with all the summer greens. Meaning anything that grows
2: in the garden gets thrown into this. That's right. Spinach,
0: green onions. Cabbage? No. Yeah? No. That's a different, that's cabbage borscht, not zama borscht. So just spinach, green onions, um, dill seed, and you boil it with ham. You boil your ham for about an hour first, then you add your greens, and then just Hmm. And chop, cut up potatoes, boil them in there. We should make some, eh?
1: That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I like Boil it. <laughs> up
0: those potatoes, get them in there. And then right at the very end, you add um, sour cream. So All right. it's Just very a lot of beautiful. Sour
1: cream chunks float around in the water. It's I'd rather cool. A very beautiful kind bread. of. Yeah. Looks mm-hmm. like that's an fair. old
0: creek. It looks like a green creek. You're really selling oh. it. Yeah, it, it does. Kind oh. though. No, it does.
2: That's terrible.
0: That's what it looks like. It looks terrible. Like a
2: stagnant creek? Yeah. It looks terrible, yeah, but it tastes great.
0: You don't think so?
2: That's disgusting.
0: That's what it looks like. Someone ate it at our house once. They were like, what in the world? This is gross. And we were like, no, it's really good. Try it. I
2: like it. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> i yeah. love no, it no but the the visual of a of, of a creek full of stagnant water
1: that's kind of like brownish tin yeah, floating yeah. bits in it that's yeah disgusting. like green it's like little green bad. floaty bits no in it's it. just kind of water with some spinach and stuff in it all right
0: yeah, yeah. A little like slimy We're really the spinach. <laughs> we
1: are the spinach
0: yeah. is boiled is great. right complete with
2: recipes mm-hmm. yeah. so once you put you, that on your you, spoon <laughs> your first
0: it's just like slimy green stuff it it's not that appetizing looking but it tastes amazing but the cabbage borscht my mom used to make that like all the time she called it her vegetable soup she'd boil cabbage and hmm. i think a beef bone and then she'd put her vegetables in there and stuff i never liked that and she made it a lot i couldn't eat it hmm. Okay. But then again, I was busy eating my beef stroganoff. Stroganoff, that's mm-hmm. right. Stroganoff.
2: You keep calling it beef stroganoff, but it wasn't.
0: Oh, no. I forgot to announce something at the beginning of this podcast.
2: Oh, now we're And now trouble. we're almost
0: at the end. And, uh, like, nobody in their right mind is going to be listening to us this long. How are they going <laughs> to, how are they all going to miss this announcement? Yeah, that's true. Um, well, um, well what's you're, the announcement? Well, you if can just If you're say still it now listening to us, more power to you because you're a real trooper. And so here is what our announcement is that. (laughs) She
2: probably should not have said that. That's just a big insult to
1: all of us. That's true.
0: We have a second podcast that's called Five Minute Marriage. Yes, we do. you can find us. You might not be able to find us on iTunes just yet, but we'll be there soon.
2: No, it takes a few days, I think, or so to to Just to get everywhere, yeah. Yeah, and so it'll be on all the the podcasting platforms. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so what
0: it is, is it's five minutes, and it's just Michael and I, we're reading a Bible verse. And we're talking about marriage and how that Bible verse is applicable to marriage. Right. And so if you go on to iTunes or to um, Spotify or to Google Podcasts or any of your favorite podcast app, just search 5-Minute Marriage and you could probably search 5-Minute Marriage Time Warp Wife and you might find it easier that way. But I think if they just put 5-Minute Marriage, they should be able to find it because I haven't been able to find any other ones with that name. So, yeah, I think you'll like it. It's only five minutes long, so subscribe to that one too. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, please do that. And I would love for you to leave us a comment, give us um, a couple of stars there, give us a rating, leave a comment and hit the subscribe button. And what else are we gonna ask? What them was the to button do? that you asked asking to
1: hit? Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe button. Oh, I thought you mispronounced it. How'd I say it? I'm I think it's sure. different on everything. You got like the follow subscribe. button, the save button,
0: subscribe. subscribe ever ever button. since <laughs> we
2: talked
1: about stroganoff, she's speaking with more of a yeah, slur.
2: Yeah. This is like oh. Stroganoff. Yeah. And it's not beef stroganoff. Mm. There was no beef in this box of.
0: It is called beef stroganoff. Yeah, wasn't it, it? No. No. It was it just called
2: stroganoff. There was no beef in it. Like, you can't put chunks of beef yeah, in a box. you were box so supposed to. to like the correct soup. recipe
0: was to fry up your beef and so then So what, you, you add had this. to buy... I never did.
2: Oh, you had to buy beef never. separately? You're I like just made no, the box. I stock. made no, like a noodles, no noodles. and sauce. <laughs> I would have been so disappointed. Yeah. Where's the beef? Once I
0: was old just enough to work... you want chunks of
1: beef in your stroganoff?
0: <laughs> I think I ate beef stroganoff every day when I started working. Like, just this that box. That would make me sick. I had but so I did many
1: soup, of them, so I don't know if you've was. done.
2: Yeah. Everybody does that with their own, yeah, their own favorites. And
0: you know what the bad thing was? It gave me a stomachache every time. Oh, and so every and single time I ate it, you. I got a nope. stomachache. No. It was it was hard on my stomach, but I kept doing it. So uh, we asked you to subscribe. What else are we going to ask them to do, Nathaniel? Silence. You can I'm we need a little, on it. Yeah. Can you put a little cricket sound in there?
1: <laughs> I got nothing. What are we doing again? <laughs> Can't, you know what I will I, I'm, I'm forgetting it yep.
0: you will nice so we are, I, what, go to my website at timewarpwife.com and you can check out my Bible studies and uh, daily devotionals over there we're also going to ask you to
2: oh, Michael um, uh, prayer requests that's right so if there are any prayer requests we get a lot of, uh, of comments coming in on Facebook and so um, yeah, and, and so people uh, asking for prayer that way, that's fantastic. Or by email at Darlene at DarleneShacht.net. I think that's the email we're supposed to use? Yep, okay. that's right. Now, okay. did you
0: remember what you're supposed to ask them to do?
2: Submit questions.
0: Yeah. That's what that's just, We'd questions. love to hear we, some of we went, your questions. We went all the
2: way through this with no questions.
0: Well, Uh-oh. we're going to have to send them. We're going to have to give have to the questions tomorrow. Or next time, I mean, not tomorrow. Sure.
2: Okay. Oops. Yeah. yeah
0: gonna have to make them up (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay yeah Um. what do you do if you want stroganoff and you just can't buy it anymore i do have some questions but i think that our time is almost up now anyway so we will look at those next time we haven't forgotten about you and um we just want to remind you to have a wonderful week and remember that you're loved by an almighty god bye-bye
2: bye for now